What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the fifth episode of the Mainly Fish podcast. And today we're going to discuss one of my recent fishing stories that took place a few years ago. Well, I wouldn't really make it recent, but a good way to start off the open water fishing season because it took place around this time. It really shows the unpredictability of fish and how the changing weather affects them for the better and sometimes worse for the angler. We're going to start off with today's fun fishing fact. Did you know that brook trout are technically not a trout? They are actually in the char family, although they are the most trout-like in the family. Reeling our way back to the main point, (laughs) get it? So, okay, a few years ago, around this time of year, I think actually a few weeks after this, my family and I took a weekend trip up to Rangeley to check out the area and make our way back up to open up our camp and, of course, get in some sweet fishing as well. Since the area had little to no fishing pressure since the waters had recently opened up and fishing had begun a few weeks prior, we thought it would be a great idea to hit a nearby remote pond that we had been to, I'd have to say maybe two or three times. We hadn't really been there too, too much, but it is such a remote area. The journey up there is quite a lot of work. Granted, we hadn't been up there too much, as I said. We hadn't really known what to expect, but in the previous adventures, we had been very, very successful, and we were hoping to repeat this trend. After opening up the camp for the nearing summer, we took off north, traveling along old dirt roads and doing a little bit of exploring along the way. Whether or not you'd consider exploring as getting lost and just messing around is up to you, but in this case, we'll call it exploring. It was a lot bumpier than I remember, but about an hour and a half later, we had made it to the small trail leading to the little pond. It was actually a lot worse of a trip up than the previous one I had discussed in the previous episodes, and our truck got stuck and struggled to make it through some of the parts because there were huge ruts and potholes everywhere and very muddy areas. Of all things, when we get to the trail opening, we see a tiny Subaru parked along the entrance of the trail. Let's just say we were all wondering how in the world it managed to get here if our bigger truck had plenty of troubles along the way. So we unpacked our gear, got the boat ready, brought everything to the shore using the trail, and we somehow managed to find a banana sitting on a branch in a tree in the middle of the woods. We had no idea how it got there, but it was just hanging there. And now it became a tradition from here on out to leave a banana there in the exact same spot. And I plan on doing that later in the year. So after we got everything into the boat and ready to push off into the water, because much of the area for the first like 50 feet is really shallow, but then it drops down really deep in this pond. Let's just say once we launched, there was a series of unfortunate events that took place. First, the motor would not run. Apparently it was flooded or something. It just would not run after we got out there and it was kind of too late. And then it started raining. Some rough weather began to pick up. Turns out there was a leak in the boat in two different places, which was a new thing because almost all of our boats, except for my canoe, have holes in them. And we were stuck talking to the people with the Subaru for who knows how long. And we also forgot the snacks in the truck. It was a rough day, but we of course had to make the trip back and get the snacks because you can't have a fishing trip without snacks. Am I wrong? Starting off, we only caught like one fish in the first few hours. It was super, super slow and neither trolling or casting really worked. We had traveled all across the pond and almost everywhere we could possibly get to once we got the motor running. We maybe had a few bites, snagged bottom a couple times, of course, and really didn't catch too much. 
And then a little bit later, we went along the shoreline at the other end of the pond and got a few more bites along the way, but of course we missed most of them. A few minutes later, it actually picked up a lot. Fish were biting all over the place, anywhere from 8 inches to 15 inches, and they put up a fight. They were all native brook trout, surprisingly, which you don't see very often anymore. And my mom actually caught a huge brook trout. In the end, it measured 21 inches and exactly 3 pounds. Surprisingly, a few inches were not added to that, like in every other fishing story. But we continued to catch fish all over the place and had a blast, both fly fishing, trolling, and just casting anywhere and everywhere. We usually found a trout on the other end of the line. It began to calm down after a while and our arms were tired and sore from all of the reeling and fighting that we had against the fish. We got back a little bit before sunset, unpacked all of our things, took care of the boat and supplies, and started a long journey back home in the dark with more and more potholes and ruts to come, which was not a fun time back despite the amazing day we had after a while. But that sums up the trip for the most part. I'm sure I could go on for basically forever just talking about this one fishing trip and all of the fish we caught and pretty much anything fishing related, I guess, with that day because it was an amazing experience. And I am very glad we checked out that pond after what seemed like forever. Like all fishing stories, there was always the one that got away. In this case, it was definitely a huge fish that had never been seen and no evidence of actually catching it, but we'll leave that to the imagination, as always. Hope to see you guys soon and catch you guys later on the Mainly Fish podcast.